praise the Lord. <laughs> the pressure is, is hard. <laughs> Hallelujah. When I was coming, I thought the, the pulpit would be here so that it would look a bit uh, <laughs> less spiritual. <laughs> but it's here. We will still work. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Um, I will try as much as possible to um, oh, if, if, if permission is granted, I would love to have it here so I can get close to you and uh, we'll see you. Should I hold it for you? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, um, oh, please take your seats. Please take your seats. Um, it's an honor to, to be here um, to share on a very interesting um, uh, topic when it comes to business and uh, entrepreneurship and growth. Personally, I think that branding is a spiritual exercise. Um, today, I'll try as much as possible not to sound very spiritual um, uh, so we can look at it from, from um, what I like it or not, it's still spiritual. <laughs> right. I'll also try not to not to lecture, uh, so I prepared um, a few slides of about 53 pages. Um, if I want to talk on branding and advertising and the rest, um, we should be looking at pages beyond the hundreds. Uh, but I have crumped it together. Um, I'll run through it, and then I think that we have a few minutes to do question time, but I will shorten my talking so that we can have more question time because I believe that when we have a lot of question time, a lot of things will be exposed and we can be very practical with. So those, if you have a business, um, let your questions be very customized to your business. That's if you don't have any general questions. Let your questions be customized so that you can get a bit more insight for, for your business as well. Hallelujah. So, you know me already. My name is Seth. Um, um, you've seen my, my, <laughs> my CV. Uh, for those who don't know me, I'm Seth. Um, I'm called Pastor Seth as well. I'm a creative entrepreneur. I call myself creative entrepreneur because I, I do a lot of things creatively. I... I lecture in creativity, I consult, I design myself, I create strategies. Um, I, I have two businesses. One is a brand consultant agency. The other is a digital marketing agency. I'm a partner to my wife who has three fashion brands. So I'm, I'm a, a dynamic creative person. Hallelujah. And I thank God for how far he has brought me working in eight agencies across the country. 
and a few experiences out there. So what I'm going to do is that I will try and then um, talk about brand, talk about, these are very key words that comes to mind when we talk about business. So we look at what brand is, we look at what branding is, because brand and branding are two different things. We'll look at um, some of the components of brand and branding. We'll, if there's time, we'll look at advertising. If there's time, we'll look at a, a few other things. But other two key pillars that I would, I would talk about is design and packaging. All right. Maybe uh, that's if there's time because there's a lot to, to talk about. Hallelujah. Uh, ca can the slide, is it, is it ready? It's not fitting. Can you, I don't know if you do full screen, it will work. I don't know. Let, let's, let's try that. Um, so as they work on the slides, um, can I go ahead? Thank you very much. Today, I'm speaking to you as a lecturer. Glory, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you know what you just did is a component of branding, communicating, and receiving feedback. It's a key component in business. Um, fortunately, we have platforms that allow us to get feedback from consumers. You hear words like consumers, you hear words like um, um, clients, you hear words like but I'll try and explain them. Hallelujah. Sometimes you know them, but you've not had the academic approach to it. So, like Obibe Kano, Mitsiase Womitsum. That one is a Mitsiase Womitsum. So, I'll try and give some definitions. The truth of the matter is that some of these things I learned the hard way um, on the job, okay, over a period of a little over 10 years. I've made my mistakes. And I'm happy that. Um, God opened the door for me to lecture because it helped me to put um, academic thinking to some of the things that I have learned on the job. And it, it made a lot of sense to me. If you had seen my slide, the first page would have looked like, would look like something like this. Choice. So until they, they, they get it, Aha, uh -huh. so go to the first page. Awesome. Ah, let me show. But when Selma Media for me. <laughs> so, choice, choice. You, you understand why choice when we are done. Choice is very, very important. Choice, choice, choice. And when you saw the poster, Maxwell um, said, Mortal Kombat, brand versus the market. All right, we understand what the market means, and we understand by the end of this this session what brand means. So, the next slide says that, and it's something I love so much, and it's it's almost scriptural. It sounds very spiritual in its sense, but it was said by Scott Davis. He says that image and perception drive value. Without an image, there is no perception. My next slide is a scripture. The entrance of your word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. Proverbs chapter 5, verse 23. And the key word here is word or words. The entrance of your word. Word, in this sense, represents knowledge, represents understanding. 
represents um, insight. And when you have knowledge, it's, it triggers illumination. You, you are enlightened. You are able to, to express yourself when you have knowledge. Have you been to a place where you have little knowledge about something? And so when they are talking, you are quiet. When people are talking about football, because you don't like football, you don't know the players. You said you, you are a Chelsea fan, but you don't know even two players who play for Chelsea. So when they are talking, Charlie, the coach must do this. You are quiet and you are just enjoying because you lack knowledge. So when you, when you are knowledgeable about something, I am sure that if we should call you to come and talk about what you do, you won't even prepare any notes. You just come and rattle because you, you, you do it. You've committed it to muscle memory. You can close your eyes and like AC like this can close her eyes and sing certain notes. You can wake her up from bed and she will sing some songs as if she's rehearsed like over years because um, consistency has taken place in, in that aspect of her life. And every area that you have applied consistency, there's growth, there's clarity, there's understanding, there's illumination. All right, so one of the key words when it comes to business and brands and business growth is consistency. Consistency in application. Hallelujah. Please move on. Um, move to the next one. It's interesting that, you see, when you look at the, the, the left side, you see the Aqua family, I see that that's a business. I run that too. I'm a boss there in my house. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, we've seen this already. Um, yeah, let's move on. All right, so what's the goal? It's interesting that when Pastor David was talking, he mentioned a very key word and the key component in my presentation, relevance. 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 Keep that word in your mind. Write it down. Relevance. 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 All we are doing is so that we'll be relevant in our space. All right? All we are doing is so we'll be relevant in our space. Relevance doesn't mean conforming to the norm. All right? Relevance simply, in this case, means that understanding, understanding your environment, understanding the tools available to you, and how to apply it wisely for efficiency and for profit. Okay, so what are the tools we have? We have a lot of tools available. We have, we have um, TV, we have radio, we have um, social media, we have internet, we have the digital space. There are a lot of things that we think are social media platforms. They are not. One key one is WhatsApp. WhatsApp is not a social media platform. WhatsApp is a chat application. All right, so don't consider WhatsApp as a social media platform again in your life. Hallelujah. All right. So the strongest brands are the ones that are relentlessly relevant and continually making a difference in their cons customers' lives. All right. So if you're making a difference in your consumer's life, it means you're relevant. Relevance is dynamic. Relevance tomorrow is not the same as today. So the things you need to apply tomorrow or the things you apply today to get results you might need to refine, enhance, um, um, reshape it, you know, to for efficiency tomorrow. Because consumers are dynamic, all right? Consumers are dynamic. Today, I love this. Tomorrow, I don't love it. T today, this worked for me. Tomorrow, uh, it doesn't work for me. Uh, it's, it's purchase is driven by emotions. 
So sometimes when you wake up, how you feel, you feel for, that's why sometimes when you wake up, you feel for fufu, or you feel for benku, or you feel for some red red, or some noodles, you know. So your, your emotions drive what you, you, you desire. Okay, so you can wake up <clears throat> in the morning and you feel like listening to a certain song. All right, and that can affect your, your purchase. So there's a whole psychology and research behind why people buy what they buy. So advertising goes beyond just telling you that come and buy one, get, get, buy one, get one free, or come and buy my brand. And can, How many of us are using iPhones? Why are you using the iPhone? It's going to be interactive. So I'll ask questions. So please make a mic available. Okay. Why, why are you using an iPhone and not um, Infinix or um, Techno or iTel? Hisense or more phone? Okay. So you see. Why? Why are you using Samsung? Just think about it. Do, 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 somebody, do you want to answer? AC, do you want to answer? Okay. Abigail, do you want to answer? Feel free, feel free. That's a, yes, sir. Uh, no matter how full your space is, uh, it doesn't run, like, um, it doesn't keep full, mm-hmm. like, for ages. Okay. So that's why I like iPhone. Okay, thank you very much. So that's a functional benefit for him. He's, uh-huh. Jennifer, please come. Okay, so what? It's a strong, please, I have a notebook. If you can help me with a pen. I think I left my pen in my car. I want to note some of these things now because these are key words that will come up in the presentation. You said it's a strong brand. Um, they've built um, a, rep- a name for themselves, a reputation, integrity, which in our world we call it brand equity. Uh-huh. What else? The ease of using the phone, user-friendly. You, you are able to, you are able to share amongst devices, sir. I use Huawei because the price is cheap, and I can, I can get all the functions. <laughs> I can get on Huawei. Thank you. See, he's not wrong. There are people. So, if you look at the classification of bias, there's the the the, the uh, one side of them. They, their primary focus is cost. They look at cost first. Okay, so they will look at cost. Then they will come and look at the the functions of of the devices. This is Huawei. This is iPhone. iPhone SO what? What does it do? It takes pictures. It does this. It does that. This one too does the same thing. This is the eight gig RAM. This is six gig RAM. Okay, it's nice. It's sleek. This one too is nice. I don't mind the shape. So I go for Huawei. It doesn't make it doesn't make Huawei less of a, a good brand. Do you understand what I'm saying? Everybody and what drives them to purchase. There are people holding certain phones is just for statements. They they don't know how to use it. They end up utilizing the brand 
they don't they don't know how to use it. They don't they don't even know others. Uh, yeah, especially ivory because because you see what they have done is that they've been able to build the brand to become a social brand. So you look beyond sanction, and you are connected to the brand on on an emotional level. Okay, so so when they are saying we are releasing a new a new phone, people queue for it because when you are holding the phone, it's a statement. There are CEOs holding MacBooks; they don't know how to use it because. But when they go for a meeting, they open their laptop and it's a MacBook. It means that yeah, this guy has arrived. <laughs> he knows what's up. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, better MacBook. People are calling me. Charlie, how do you locate this? How do you do this? How do you find it? But what? And it's expensive. It's very expensive because see, <laughs> you don't you don't want to know. My MacBook screen is messed up, and I wanted to repair it. They said it will cost me five thousand, and it's sitting there. I didn't buy it because I wanted to make a statement, all right? But for for a functional reason, okay. So let's let's go on. So so they are relentless. They push themselves. They they earn and re earn, and that's a very key thing. You earn and re earn. You earn and re earn. And I I said that consumers are dynamic. What is nice today may not be nice to them tomorrow. Tomorrow, a new brand is released. Within the year, um, you are exposed to over 6,000 um, um, brands within a, within a day. And throughout the year, over 25,000 brands are, are launched. Let's look at even your, just your house, your toothbrush, your toothpaste, your shirt, your trousers, your shoes, your watch, your pen, your notebook, your sink, your toilet bowl, your shower curtain your shower, whatever. Everything is a brand. So, even in your, in your confined space, you can count over a hundred different brands speaking to you. And you might think that they are not speaking to you, but they are. The times where we fought for land is over now. It's the battle for the mind. So, everybody is fighting for your mind. Hello? So, if you're a brand and a business here, what we are doing here is to help you to be able to break through the clutter and get the attention of your consumer so that your consumer will purchase your brand choice. What would you have to do to become the preference to your consumer or to the what should Coca-Cola do to to win over people buying water? Do you, do you get it? So instead of buying water, what do I have to do to buy for them to buy Coca-Cola? Or what do I have to do for people to use their credit money, their top time money? To buy my product. Because, you see, in the market, we have direct competitors and indirect competitors. And this is what I was fighting. That when I start, I may not be able to go through the slides. Forgive me. Your direct competitors are the people in your industry. So, you do beads, jewelry. All the jewelry brands in Ghana are your direct competitors. Your indirect competitors are other brands who are not necessarily doing jewelry, but are also fighting for for the same money, data, talk time, soda, water, food, clothes, shelter, all those things are also fighting for the same money. So what do you have to do to tell the person that I am the right person for you? Give me your money and I'll give you what you don't have. That's what they do. That's what they do. That's, the, that's all advertising is about. Hello? 
what is a brand? What is a brand? Let's, let, me, let me just ask. What's a brand? I need an answer from you. What's a brand? When you say a brand, what is it? What's a brand? Quickly, I'll run through this, then we'll ask questions. What is a brand? Any idea? Yes, Gilda. An identity you give to some. I, I think I need a secretary. An identity you give to something. Okay. Nice. Who else? Who else? What's a brand? Is, is church a brand? Is church a brand? Why is church a brand? At the right time, we will talk about creativity and the cross. And we see how interconnected it is and see and just oppose brand values to Christianity. <laughs> is Jesus a brand? <laughs> oh, you on the mic. Oh, please. Aha. What's the brand? What's the brand? Then we quickly run it. And then, hello, yes, sir. To add to what Gilda said, add it, sir. Brand is about um, perception, what people perceive about what people perceive about something or about someone. something or someone. Yeah. Okay, okay. So when I say Pastor David, what comes to mind? Aggressive. Aggressive. Ag thank you. Aggression. What else? Oh, you want to talk? A bit of humor. A bit of humor. So aggression, humor. Please give it to my wife. Otherwise, I can't go home today. Brand is what you stand for. You are married to a brand consultant. Brand is what you stand for. Hallelujah. So when I mention Pastor Isaiah, what comes to mind? Worship. What else? Intimacy. Mm, deep. What else? The word. Ayalimalimalam. Okay, let me let me let me break this ice. Branding is not it's not for it's not for the branding. <laughs> I told you branding is for me is scriptural. Branding. Ha! Ah, you don't believe it. You believe it. So sometimes that that thing that edge we have and we think that all these things are a deception is for the secular world. Uh, no. It's for you. Hello? And you understand why it's for you. And like I said, the times where they battled for space and land is over, now it's battle for the mines. So, so you can have a, 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 a whole place, China, and they are not battling for land, but they are battling for your mind space. Because when they have your mind, they have whoever has your mind has your your what? You've never, you've never heard that quote before? Who has, whoever has your mind has your what? Has your heart. Okay, that's another dimension. Has your life, has your body, has your being. Hello? So, the tools there, it has changed drastically. But the fundamental questions are the same. So, if you're a brand, ask yourself, who am I? That's number one. There are just four questions. Who needs to know? Who needs to know? Go on, go on, go on. Go on to page 12. 12, page 12. Yes. Who are you? Who needs to know? 
how would they find out and why should they care? If you're a business, if you're starting a business, these are four important questions you need to ask yourself. What's this business about? Who needs to know? And how would they find out? Why should they care? Who are you defines what the brand is, your essence. Why are you establishing the brand? Who needs to know speaks to your target audience? Who is this service or product for? Why am I creating it for this group of people? All right? And then, why, how they'll find us, how you're going to communicate to them. In, in, in our space, we have something called touch points, consumer touch points. So if I take Pastor, Pastor David, and, and I want to understand, I want to know if Pastor David fits the, the uh, consumer demographic that I'm speaking to, I will look at Pastor David. I'll look at how he dresses. I'll look at how he talks. I will listen to him, his tone of voice. I will look at the, the kind of programs he consumes on radio, on TV, the kind of things he listens to, the kind of music he listens to. When I have all these things, I can tell who he is and tell the kind of things that, that will get his attention and know how to talk to him. So there are certain brands out there, they are speaking to people, but they are not, they are saying things, but they are not communicating because they are not speaking the language of the people they are speaking to. So if, just like, just like um, in the Christendom, if, if we came, if we came and everybody was communicating in tongues, you walk here and say, ah, these people, what's wrong with them? You, you, you don't understand, okay? But if I speak English or I speak Cree to you, have you been in a place where they are singing songs and they switch to your native language? How do you feel? How do you feel? Oh, how do you feel? You, very comfortable. Very what? Again? Relatable. Thank you. What else? You feel welcome. You feel like you belong to that space. You, you go like, ah, I feel your mother fear. You feel like, ah, I see your shame, so you know, go so like, like you are so comforted. Ah, this is what I've been waiting for. Yes, yes. And you don't, you don't think twice to get the meaning of the message. Do you understand? So that is why even in church, when we come and we are speaking and you don't understand, you are lost. We lose you. But the moment we come down to your level and you understand what you are saying, it, it goes with inside you without without any resistance. With ease. Do you understand? So, as a brand, you need to understand, as a business, you need to understand the people you are speaking to. The people that BMW is speaking to is not the same people that um, give me another G-Wagon is speaking to. Or is speaking to. Hello? If you walk into a Benz showroom and you ask them the full consumption of the car, they will sack you. And it has happened before. I was talking to one of my godfathers and he said that if somebody walked into a, a Benz showroom and uh, there was an S-Class. You know, that's how the cars, it's not in the showroom. You have to, you have to customize, you have to order it. So the car, there's a car sitting there and the guy goes, wow, it's an amazing car. Then, he, then all of a sudden he asked, what's the full consumption? They drove him out. Because People who drive those cars don't don't talk, think about fuel, because the moment you do vroom, <laughs> you see your fuel will be on cruise control when you when you are driving the car. So you you don't go and ask fuel consumption. Uh, no no no, they 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 will sack you. They, you you are not the kind of people we are talking to. 
Um, I want an S class. What are the features? Okay, this one has a massager. This then then then. Okay, all right. It can give you a full panoramic view of where your car is. So it's connected to GPS, connected to the satellite. If you want the the view from from the best eye view of your car as it's parked there, it will give you you know all those kind of things. The car will communicate with you when you sit and you are not sitting well. The car will will let you know that you are not sit, sitting well. So it will adjust the seat. To, to, your, to your posture and you see a green light by your seat and you know that you are good to go. There are some... Uh, wait, they are, they are not joking. No. So you can't watch, walk to such a watch, uh, showroom and you're asking for consumption and the price. And Have you gone to a shop where there, there are no price tags on this filling station at the junction? So when you enter, there are no price tags on the, on the product. You can't be a shop in this Legon now. Watch, watch, watch. Price tag. No, I want biscuits. This is the type I want. Uh, there's money I can pay. Hello? Hello? So, if such a brand, I'm talking to, then I'll go and set up a shop in, forgive me, a certain place. Hello? Hello? So, understanding your consumer is, is very, very important. I've said some of these things, so when we get to the slide, I won't talk about them again. Brand is a person's gut feeling about um, a, a product or service. So, what you feel when you hear a brand? When you, what you feel? When, when you hear Nike, what do you feel? When you hear Coca-Cola, what do you feel? Does it stay up an edge? Does it give you? You see, I was telling um, somebody on Sunday that, you see, Nike has gained so much equity that they can take an inferior shirt and put the Nike logo on and sell it for premium price. Do you know that? So the name and the brand logo has built so much equity that it has so much value. So much value, such that every iPhone is, is the best phone. Every iPhone is better than those people using iPhone. That's what they think. You understand? iPhone there is the best. Exactly. Do you understand? So, so it's how you feel when you hear about, about certain brands. And there are so many alternatives out there. People, brands are yearning to, to get the assurances of people. I want to quickly jump to Brandon. Branding, on the other hand, so brand is soft. Brand is a feeling. Brand is an idea. Brand is not tangible. So when you are saying this is my brand, what are you talking about? When you see Pastor Prophet Roland, what comes to mind? That thing is, is what a brand is. So when I said Pastor, Pastor David, he said aggression, humor, fun, commitment, loyalty. Those are brand values. That is what the brand is. So if when you when you hear his name, if it evokes these things in you, that is the that is what his brand is. Do you understand what I'm saying? Good. Branding, on the other hand, is a disciplined process. It's a disciplined process to build awareness of who you are so that people can buy into it. So if he's saying that he is aggressive. How he is showing or exhibiting that is what we call branding. So your logo is not branding. Your logo is not a brand, your brand. So those who design a logo and say this is my brand, yes you can use it in, in, the, in the sense of a, of a noun or, or a verb, right? So this is my brand, yes, understandable. But what the brand really is, is the feeling that it's it evokes when it's mentioned. 
Okay, so your logo is not a brand, but your logo is a component of exhibiting what your brand is. How many of you understand the Nike logo? You know what it is? It's correct. But do you know it's an abstract of a wing? A wing. Aha. Uh-huh. So you see, no, let's, let's not go there. We'll, we'll get there. Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let me, let, let's go on. Brands, do you, understand, do you understand brand and branding now? Are you clear? Now, brands do three major things. Now, they, 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 they give navigation, they, they reassure, and they engage. For navigation, so when you walk to the shop, you can know that this is that, this is this one. All right? So it's for navigation, for reassurance, and for engagement. And sometimes this is what Christians go overboard with, you know, because there's a name for your church to help with navigation. Sometimes we go overboard and make you feel you feel so fragmented and 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 segregated. This is mine, this is better, this is this is this. no 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 no. We are all preaching one message, we are all living one brand, Jesus. But for navigation purposes, God has given everybody a mandate and a packaging. All right? To sell Jesus. I'm using these words carefully. To project Jesus in a certain light. All right? So it doesn't mean that you are better. All right? We'll, we'll, go, uh, we'll, we'll talk about the cause and creativity later sometime. All right? So, so for what? Navigation. For what? Reassurance. And for what? Good. You can you can you can do N R E. All right. Let me quickly jump to brand identity. Go to page 20, 21, 21. So brand identity, you said you said what? It's your identity. When I said what is a brand, you said what? It's an identity you give to a business or something. Right. So brand identity. So branding is a feeling. Brand is a feeling. Branding is a process. Brand identity is tangible. All right? So brand identity is tangible. You can hold it. You can hear it. You can feel it. You can taste it. Have you tasted papaya over the years? Has the taste changed? KFC. Has the taste changed? No. Good. It is it is their identity. So your identity can be can 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 appeals to your senses. So identity appeals to senses. So when you hear what is that? Thank you. So that identity is in sound. Do you know that identity is built so to, to the so much to the core that in certain cars, when you close the door, it gives the same sound. They've built identity into the sound that you get when you close their door. You know. All right? And, and it's, it's that interesting. Sound. When you hear... Um, what is that? Samsung. Thank you very much. So, and how have they applied it consistently so that when you hear it, when you see a yellow billboard with nothing on it, what comes to mind? 
How about a red billboard? A green billboard? A blue billboard? That's how branding works. That's how identity works. If you see a man of God with a boo-boo or African print shirt, nicely dressed, but you don't see the face, who will come to mind? Thank you very much. All right? So, you couldn't have identified with him, but for consistency's sake, he's used it over a period of time. There's a church that I used to visit. Every time they close church, they sing, From victory unto victory. And I'm sure that when the members go to church and they don't hear that song at the end of the service, they feel like they've not come to church. Because it has become a part of them. It has become like a culture. All right? Okay, so let me, let me, let, let's run through, let's run through. Is, is brand identity clear? Is it clear? So number one, brand identity fuels recognition. It amplifies differentiation and makes big ideas and meaning accessible. So when you said aggression, an element of brand is what we call tone of voice. So you see the aggression in his, in his language, his choice of words, um, the way he speaks, the way he walks to stage, the way... You see, what she just did is what in business we call brand ambassadors, brand custodians. So there are people who are ambassadors to your brand and your consumers can be one of them such that when they see your brand, they can recommend. And one of the key things in marketing is word of mouth. When I tell you that this brand is good, no matter what, as long as you, you respect and you, you acknowledge my word, you go for the brand. Do you understand? So that's a brand ambassador. And brand ambassador is saying that the brand value is not aggression. It is zeal. Uh, so when you have consistently pleased and satisfied your consumers, they become your brand ambassadors. All right? So brand experience is very key. Brand experience is how people interact with your brand when they walk to the shop. How your elements are even arranged. Do you know when I used to, when I used to work on Nestle brands, how you arrange the serilactins in the, in the shelves are dictated by the, the, the custodians of the brand. You can't arrange it anyhow. That is why some shops, when you go like Coca-Cola fridge, they've given you to sell Coca-Cola products, and you put any other product in there, they will not be, they will remove it. And if you have watched, if you have watched, their fridges, they, they put Coca-Cola at a certain level, Sprite, Fanta. They, these are all psychology. Why they put certain things at high, high level so that you don't look down? Do you know, have you acknowledged that on cereal boxes, most of the cartoons on the boxes, they, they, their eyes look down? Because the, the target audience is children. They are the consumers. But those with the purchasing power is the parent. So the child will see the cellulite and it's like the toy is talking to you. Mommy, I want this one. I want Cocoa Pops. So, some, so you, your target audience can be different from your, your target consumer. So Cerulac, the, 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 the consumer is the baby. But the target audience is the parent because they buy. Oh, adult consumes. <laughs> they consume. All right? So, so, so maybe if there's any question on target audience, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go further. 
All right? Um, every brand has a purpose. It must be found. It must be known. It must be left. Every brand has a purpose. It must be found. It must be known. It must be left. I will skip packaging and quickly go through the digital space a little bit. You know, it, the world has changed, all right? Initially, the conversations that were happening in the industrial um, sex sector is now happening before millions. When you put something on social media or internet, uh, millions of people have access to it, okay? Millions of people have access to it. Um, so there's a, there's a wide, a wide um, target audience, okay? Um, there are people... Let, let me give you a few facts. More than half of the human race is under, under um, 30 years old and have not known life without internet. A lot of people do not know life without internet. Do you know that? Or do you know that? In 2018, one in six marriages were between people who met through social media. One third women, 18 to 34, check Facebook first when they wake up even before going to the bathroom. 95% of millennials have joined a social network and those are your consumers. Alright? So that is why social media and digital space is very important. Now let me give you a shocking news. It took radio 38 years to get 50 million users. 38 years. It took television 13 years to reach 50 million viewers. It took four years, internet, four years to reach 50 million users. So just oppose that with radio. Radio was 38 years to reach 50 million. Internet took four years. Now watch this. If Facebook was a continent, <laughs> if it were a country, it would be the third most populated in the world, Facebook. If it was a country, it would be the third most populated. And I'm sure by now they've probably moved to the second place. All right? Facebook added 100 million users in less than nine months. 100 million users in less than that. 24 hours of videos are uploaded to YouTube every minute. You would have to live a thousand years to watch all the videos currently on YouTube. A thousand years. And you are not stopping back to back, back to back, back to back. A thousand years to watch all the videos on YouTube. So you see how drastic internet is growing and, and creating many opportunities. Just move on. I wanted us to look at the digital landscape in the in the country, but we will not we will not go there. Go go on. I'll let you know which page to stop. Stop at page thirty-five. All right. So we have Facebook, we have um, Instagram, we have Twitter, we have um, chat apps like uh, WhatsApp, we have emails, we have TV, we have YouTube, we have. You see, it started as a social media platform, but. Uh, Facebook now is more like a business platform. All right, the algorithms have changed. Now um, there are certain things you can't do on Facebook. You can't boost certain things, um, and a whole lot of things. Uh, when when you post, it used to be fifteen percent or twenty five percent of your followers who see what you have posted until you probably boosted for the rest to also see it. So the algorithms are changing because now they are seeing it as a as a business than as just a social platform. All right. So there are so many things you can do with this. But these things, when, when you have followers on these pages, it doesn't necessarily translate into sales. These platforms like social, um, the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, they are lead generators. They call them lead generators. 
All right? That's why you can have a thousand followers, but when you post something, you have like 200 likes. You have like 100 likes. But when you go to the back end and you look at your algorithm, you realize that it will tell you that you have 1,002 reach. When it comes to reach, you have reached maybe 2,000 people or 3,000 people, but you just had like 100 likes. So your likes is not parallel to sales or parallel to people that have interacted with the, with the communication. All right? So there are a lot of back-end algorithms that you need to understand. If you want to go deep into it, we will not finish today. So I'll just touch the surface and let you understand how these things are working so that you can, you can harness the advantages. Now, there are shops on, on, on Instagram. You can shop on Instagram. You can do a lot of things. How many of us have shopped on Instagram before? Good. Facebook. How many of us spend more time on Instagram than Facebook? How many of us spend more time on Facebook than Instagram? You see, you see the numbers. And I remember meeting the, the head of Facebook for Africa in a Nestle meeting. And he was saying that because of the introduction of Instagram and, and stuff like that, it has, it has dropped the, the timeshare that Facebook has when it comes to visits and, and eyeballs. You know, So people are spending more time on other platforms. Do you know that when you have content on YouTube, you get paid? Do you know there are brands and there are, there are men of God who are earning at like two, three hundred thousand dollars every year from just one channel? Hello? So as a church, what are we doing? Pastor David, this pressure there. As if, say, all this rich work, we'll, we'll, we'll come to that, the church and, and, and creativity. And we'll, we'll speak to these things. Reaching the world. With the message and earning money for your outreaches. Imagine how, how it would be easy to reach out when Dominion every year they, they wire some $300,000 in our accounts. All right, let me quickly speak about design and I'll take questions. All right, design is not what we see. Go, go, to, go to page, page 39. Design is not just what we see. Or that web design and image and stuff like that. This design I'm talking about goes transcends the use of application to do an artwork. How even service is designed is what I'm talking about. Designing an experience. Designing an experience. All right? So how is our setup? Why are the instruments to the right? Why are the microphones to the left? How are people experiencing your brand online? What are you saying? What kind of imagery are you using? What, when they come to your shop to buy, how are you sitting? Are you sitting with your legs on the table? You know, it's, it's, it's an experience. When I come and I walk to your shop, and it's a brand experience. It tells me who you are. It tells me a lot about you. Perception. You remember? Image. Your image is that you are sitting and your legs are on your table. So it gives me a certain perception about you. Perhaps that's not the values you drive with. So image is very important because it drives perception. When they say this is inferior, no matter what you do, it's locked up here. Okay? So, so we, need to, we need to understand that image is important. Design is important. Design differentiates brand. So 
when, when you go to the shop, you realize that sometimes they have something called gondola, something that they arrange there, and they have some artwork on the side, you know. And people, they do this creatively so that when you see the brand, hey, Charlie, this is nice. Sometimes, eh, sometimes, eh, you buy something because of the packaging. Do you know that? How you package your service is very important. I put something on Instagram and I said that because of how people have packaged their products and services or their ideas, some ideas are sitting in the basement, but they are groundbreaking ideas. But how you presented it, how you packaged it, didn't work for it. So how you present, when Essie brings you her, her, her bracelet, it's in the box, nicely done, you know, when you look at it and she tells you that it, it costs hundreds of this, you won't talk because the box that the jewelry is inside is posh. You, you understand what I'm saying? It's posh. That is why as a, as a brand person, you can't just be walking around anyhow. Then you are, you are walking anyhow into a meeting. You know, you are chewing something. Some oil is on your... That is why you wear your best suit when you are going for presentations. You wear your tie. You, you, so how you present yourself is very important. It's all part of the design. All right? Then you, oh, you go. You are presenting. Hello. Good, good afternoon. Uh, my name is, my business name is, I, today I came here to present something to you. Charlie, uh, what free? Oh, Mingina is part of packaging. Hello? No, it's, you're not faking, no. It's not faking, no. Dressing well is not faking. Hello? Hello? I wanted to buy something and bring it, but I didn't want to, you know, mess up somebody's brand. But look at how you saying these are packaged on the shelf. Now, Ghanaians are doing well, packaging plantain chips nicely and stuff like that. Plantain chips, we are It's nicely packaged. It costs 20 CDs. But that amount in a rubber, a normal transparent rubber, it costs like 8 CDs. But because they've packaged it, it adds value. Do you understand? Now, if I walk to your office and I'm wearing a tie, or I'm wearing a nice kaftan, or I'm easily dressed in the polo, or, you know, Tagging, you know, when I come, no, first thing, you've placed me at a certain level. That's sometimes they say that if you don't have anything to say, don't speak. Because sometimes when you speak, it gives you away too much. What dressing nice, but when you speak, <laughs> somebody say glory to God. <laughs> so design, design is the process um, of achieving an emotional, um, um, is, is the functional process to achieving an emotional experience, okay? Design is the functional process to achieving an emotional experience. Can you go to page 44 for me? Then I'll end there, and then I'll take some questions, and we'll conclude. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is it helping? Is it helping? This is, this is just raw knowledge. If you want to go deeper, Let's have a conversation after here. And I'm sure Pastor David and, and leadership will also arrange for much more in-depth. That one will be practical. We will take your business and then we see the opportunities available for it and stuff like that. Okay? So, um, in our world now, what is selling is stories. That is why there's, there's so many viral things going out there. What sells is story. In the past, it was unique selling preposition. 
Now we don't have unique selling proposition anymore because what you are doing, somebody is doing it. There is a pattern she's doing. Somebody is already putting Africa print in shelves, but probably not adding handmade paintings and stuff to it. And that is an added value for her to price her products with a premium price. Do you understand? So what are you saying in the market? What are you saying? You say your story, you have your story has components like messaging, the personality. The way Coca-Cola will talk is different from the way Sprite will talk, though they belong to the same group. Do you know that? Have you seen the things that Sprite sponsors? Sports, basketball, and stuff like that. Have you seen the things Coca-Cola does? They are fueling what? Relationships, connection, moments, sharing. You get it? You see a Coca-Cola billboard, there are two people seated on, and look at, look at the people, Coca-Cola partners, Burger King, yes, to be on the full stage, because pizza, that, that is exactly sharing moments, time together, you know, all this. So, what, what is the essence of your brand? And what are you leveraging on? What's that thing that, you know, you can sell and say that you can only get this from my brand? Your beads. What are, what are you selling? So, Isaba says that if you buy an Isaba for your child, your child will have a handwritten scripture that she can memorize and, and walk by. And people were so excited about it. It's an added value. What added value do you have to sell to people? What do we have as dominion? What, what, what sets us apart? All right? So, so when you're saying that this is my brand, how different is your experience from other brands? There's a shop that, that came to Ghana. When you enter, they, they, they shout a dragon. Yeah, then they all respond. Yeah, the, 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 they'll come and yeah, they, I forgot what um, cafe I think Vida E Cafe or something like that when you enter they it's interesting they sit down, they smile, they ask them and it also triggers conversation so now it is unique selling conversation not unique selling proposition the conversation you create around your brand Charlie's brand, have you seen the kaftan, the gold thing, the way it is there, it's ish. excellence, your stitching, your, your finishing, it's very, very key. That's why some people are leveraging on viral videos and saying things, you know, to, to, to defame people and to demean people and, and they want to leverage on that to, to get um, traction. Sometimes it's good for those people, but for us as Christians, it is not good. Hallelujah. Hello? So your story, how distinct is your story? Do you have to change any part of your story? Are there any story elements that anchor the brand in people's mind? There are brands that are so intricate that they even have an art of pouring. Eh? But they have an art of pouring and they've done the whole production. Which I'm sure costs like over twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> Out of pouring, and they'll show you. All right, so you tilt the angle, the glass at this angle. You hold the bottle. You see all these things. They are using it to deceive you. They are, they are, they are attracting you. Say, hey, look at how they are pouring that thing. So you, two, you go and buy some, and you sit down like a boss. 
and you hold uh, your glass, you tilt it, and you hold the bottle. Then, have you poured? Have you poured? Hey, Coca Cola for more Jeffans on the whole. Have you poured Coca Cola before? Maybe pouring it. Do, do, do you know it's, it's a brand attribute? Do you know it? Ah, who she cook when say? What she cook? I get shida. I na cook when she do. I'm see a number they then chilled. Into who she Na na bubbles never basa. You when you pour the coke, eh, bring the glass or the cup to your face. You see that that fine bubble will be will be hitting your face. Well, like, that one is even refreshing on its own. And sakura na wabenum. Then when you drink it, you see that thing traveling. Mm. My God. So when you are thirsty, instead of water, ah, last week did that thing happen to you? He said he was thirsty and sitting in church, but the first thing that came to mind was Coca-Cola instead of water. The truth is that you know when you drink it, you you still you still want water. It cannot do what water is doing, but that is your first point of call. So as a as a, a, a brand in the kingdom, what is your first point of call? I said we'll talk about creativity and the cross later. Brand attribute of Jesus Christ. Boldness. He said, I didn't give me the spirit of fear. Hello? Clarity. The brand is, is clear. The message is clear. No ambiguity. Brand attribute. <laughs> eh? Witty. The brand says, I can be witty. Bold proverbs. Hey, I'll die. He has, he has character. When he came to me and said, Ah, this woman was caught um, in adultery. The guy just sat down and started writing on the floor. Swag. You know, you can actually say that. The, the, yeah. Brand Jesus is swag. So when you go to a place, you, do, you are not body. You have swag because you have Christ. So you walk in boldness. You walk in swag. Your, your, your set is well ironed. Hello? People are making me preach so hard. Imagery. What imagery are you using? Uh-huh. Imagery and yet uh, like necessarily stills, even videos. You know, some 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 brands use a certain kind of images, you know, and they've been consistent at it. You understand? So how are you you, you see who chat obeat in the picture? The way we try picture, no? You see how they, they capture food? Normally the real one, ah, streetwise too. No, not only the real one, the bar. <laughs> Hello. Because they want to wet your appetite. No, who chips, ah, crunchy. In the image, you know, it looks crunchy. You can, you, see, you can look at the image and even feel the thing in your mouth. My God. Now you're the bar. <laughs> Hello? Hello? All right. So 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 these are these are very key components when it comes to your business. How you are telling your story out there. Your story, both internal and external, how you package your services, how you package your, your, your products, your messaging. Is it clear? Is it confusing? Is it fragmented? You know. So if you are saying that you, your your brand attribute is zeal. Um, in communicating, we must see that 
in, in, your, in your communication. If it's, a, if it's a, a, a person, you know, you must see that zeal in your, in your activities, even in your dressing. You know, so you can use color, um, sound, um, images, so many things to, to identify with your brand. But you see, it's the same sound, but how you use it is, is telling a story connected to your brand. And we've, we've had a practical exercise here where we play some sounds and you're, you're spot on telling what brand it is. All right? So I think that on that note, I'll end it here. Um, yeah. If you have any question, just raise your hands. Yeah, um, Deacon. Don't ask me PhD questions. All right, so you're a small company. Um, you want to brand yourself and get to that, that level of, of, of recognition. Number one is understanding who you are and your essence. Okay, what, what do I want to do? When I set up lights, how do I want people to think? How do I want them to feel? So we have, we have, um, we have something called brand benefits. When, when we have a, a system called briefing, all right? So if you want to do a project, you ask yourself, all right, this campaign that I'm doing, how will people benefit from it? What do I want them to feel? And what do I want them to think? All right, so you ask yourself. So whenever I set up my lights, I want them to feel a certain way and I want them to think a certain way. All right. When you have that, you're able to distill that. You make sure that you consistently inject that in your setup. Your work ethics, how you approach work. Do you understand? I remember you were doing t-shirts and vests for your people. It's all part of the, the practical things to attain that level of recognition. So they know that as for as for this business, when they come, they are well dressed. The way they talk to consumers the way they talk to their client, the way they deal with the business, the way, the way they are so, their, their sense of agency. You know, so all these things are little, little things that will fuel that recognition. And now you begin to have a level of word of mouth uh, um, ambassadors. They say, go to this guy. He'll give you a good job. That statement is not because of anything, but it's because of the, the, the little things you did the experience they had with you. So you make sure that every experience, wherever you are, is worth it. It, it, it causes a change. It brings satisfaction. All right? Then you also amplify on the various platforms. That's if you want to be there. So, so what do you show on social media? What are some of the things you exhibit on social media? What are some of the videos you put out there for people to know that, wow. You know, so sometimes you can go for a program you probably don't have a photographer, but I can speak to the photographer and say that, capture this scene for me or 
go to the person and take some of the very amazing pictures they've taken and you see how the light has been played out and all that and start putting them out there. Because, you know, sometimes when you see these things, it evokes a certain feeling, all right? How, how you are playing with light in between songs and they all evoke a certain emotion. So, these little, little things, practical things, will help your business to get that recognition. Please, is it, is it okay? Yeah, yes, sir, Asofo. Asofo. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you, sir, for giving me this opportunity. Yes, sir. I am a building technologist. Okay. I have this company, which is Supreme Zoe right. Enterprise. All right. Okay. I found myself in a where they don't understand the business I am doing. I have structural designs, building designs, and also construction. So they don't understand what I am doing. So I have tagged myself as the best. I can give you the best you want. And giving you the best that you want comes with a cost. Yeah. But here is that environment. They don't understand what I am doing. So they are not because, able to put the value. Yeah, because there are so many people who are doing the same thing. Can you Designing a three-bedroom house. Somebody do an Accra here. Charge about 3000 But if me doing it there, I even say I am charging 500 Ghana cities. The president will tell you it's too much. Okay. So, I, I want you to help me. How am I going to be able to uh, enter the market over there? Because... There are so many designs. And, and this is also Ghana. Yeah. Where you are, it's also Ghana. Yes, please. Okay. Sunyani. Yes, sir. Oh. <laughs> My alma mater. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. And, and I understand your, your, your question perfectly. The, the perception about the thing, perception, see, it's coming up again, it helps place value on something. I'm sure these same people will spend money to buy, a lot of money to buy an iPhone or buy a premium phone. Alright? It's because they've not placed value on what you're doing. Like you're saying, there are a lot of people out there who are doing shoddy jobs for um, a cheaper price. And our industry, my industry is like that. You meet somebody who designed a logo and say, I'll charge you 100 cities. So when you say you're charging 5,000 cities for a logo design, somebody won't understand. But when you meet somebody who understands the value, now this is how you do it. If there are systems in place to make your work easy, you need to tap into those. There are certain jobs, your reputation is at stake, so you won't do shoddy jobs. But you need to be able to adjust and know that I am giving premium. Your time is, is, is important. So what you, what you commit to is, is money. So if you know this is bringing me value, you spend time on. If you know that this one, this is the value is bringing me, though I won't give you a shoddy job, I know how to, how to simplify things to be able to spend lesser time to give you something even better than what somebody will give you out there and still 
not, I mean, constrain myself. Because that's what people like us do. We will take the job all right, but realize that we are spending the same time we spend on a 20,000 CD job on a 500 Ghana CD job. That's one approach. So if there are templates out there, invest in them. When it comes, it's a matter of adjustment. There's also another approach of if you have the capacity, employ a very junior person who also understands the job. So when those jobs come, you push it to the person. So you can spend your time on other things and also supervise them. Do you understand? Exactly. Then there's another level that you may have to also play an advocate position. So some of these brands, what they do is that because there are other, I remember when I was working on Nido, um, there was a time we were going to do a campaign on why you shouldn't give creamers to your children. Because creamers are artificial milks. They are for people with diabetes. They use it to cream. Your, you make your, your food look good. But they don't bring any nutritional value. And people are replacing, are substituting milk, dairy milk, with that for their children. So, it is one. Also, you know, sending your, your sales down. But at the same time, you're also concerned about what is going into the children. So, you become an advocate. So, we're doing a campaign saying that, outlining the, the advantages of dairy milk and the advantages of... It has its own advantage. It's just a misplaced priority. So, you also need to educate. Educate. Sometimes, you need to do some... You need to throw in some work. Let them see that. Ah, so if I had spent a little more, this is what I will get. Now, you're opening their eyes. Gradually. 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 So, for now, that's the answer I will give you. Maybe later, we can have more conversation. But I hope that I've made sense. Thank you very much. Yes, AC. feel free. <laughs> the first one is um, during your lecture, I didn't hear the definition of excellence. Okay. That's good. Um, so, the four principles to earning and re-earning your customers' loyalty. The four principles? Yes. To earning and re-earning your customers' loyalty. So, can I answer that? Then you, you, you ask the other questions? Yeah, sure. Yeah, because um, uh, I'm not uh, that this thing. Um, go to go to page nine. Go to page nine for me. It's hinged on relevance. All right? Relevance. Relevance. And you can, relevance is dynamic, I said. Uh, relevance is, is satisfaction, all right? Because if you are relevant, you, you have considered your, your customer or your target audience. You've, you've, you've taken into, cons, uh, or into cognition their needs and their wants and, and how you, you communicate to them, all right? The touch points and all those things. So it makes you relevant. And I said that relevance it's not conformity. Relevance is understanding your space and the people you are talking to and the tools available to you and using them effectively. 
all right so women will understand relevance and people who can cook will understand relevance a lot because you are taking different elements and you are combining them to make sense to the mouth hello <laughs> so brands that are customer obsessed if your brand is not customer obsessed and there's a brand survey called um, relevance um, survey is done by um, a community called the prophets all right that's the company's name and they measure brands that are relevant and you realize that brands that are relevant are like brands like airbnb uh, like uh, uber uber jumped 113 times upward three years ago there are brands that people are able to interweave into their lifestyle easily they are, those are the brands that are growing so so understanding the consumer and and creating your your, your solution such that it is easy to assess it is easy to 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 that's why mobile money is going up because i don't want to walk to the bank i don't want to do this i want to join a queue i don't want to join this so it's easy on your phone in your fire and there was a product that i was we're developing we're launching with barclays such that when you are chatting on your phone on whatsapp and somebody say oh charlie send me 100 cities all you need to do is to hit your bank icon on your keypad and your your messaging will go up and it will introduce a new pop-up and you can do a transaction whilst in whatsapp that is how finance is thinking now so how is your solution you know merging with the lifestyle so the lifestyle brands are going up gaming apps are going up have you realized that now certain applications you have are showing gaming adverts all right so customer obsessed you are ruthlessly pragmatic i don't know i need to take my time otherwise trouble you are pragmatic you you position yourself as a brand people can depend on all right you are distinctively inspired brands that inspire us so that's why you see a nike ad they won't talk about you i i i the next time i think we'll just show some videos and and we'll get it and you see a nike ad somebody's just running it's just running and they will just be speaking. Have you seen a Nike ad? You realize that somebody's struggling, then the person will fall down, and you feel like he's giving up. Then he'll be encouraged. Then he'll get up. Then he'll do it, and he'll overcome the challenge. It's based on insight. It's based on human insight. So no matter where you are, you will relate to the, to the concept. So they won't talk about you, but they will tell you that our brand inspires confidence. It inspires the uh, to-do spirit, it inspires courage, it is inspires boldness. You know, you can do what you, you are not able to do. You can overcome. It's pervasively innovative. It's innovative. It's Innovative, innovation. How easy can they assess your beats? Such that in the comfort of your home, they are able to look at your, your, your gallery, see what you have, and order online. 
innovation. When you go on the website, there's a bot that comes up. Hello, how can I help you? You can have live chat with somebody. Innovation. Innovation. Your phone is learning your language. So when you say hello, then it will, it will suggest my guy. Because you've consistently, keyword, used hello my guy in your conversations. So it's learning. Now people sit in their home and they use their, their AR glasses and they shop. Because the shopping mall is an app. All they do is they put it on and they own it and they are sitting and they are working virtually in the shop. And they are shopping. So you don't go to the shop. Now shops have advanced so with AI, artificial intelligence, that's what it is, and, and augmented reality such that when you enter the shop and you are buying a shirt and a trouser, all you do is that you go through it on a, on a big mirror like that, but it's a touch screen. You go through it, you select, then you select, then you stand there. Then you see your image in it wearing the dress that you have selected. So you see how you look like before you buy it. It's so much so that you go to a shop, you are wearing your AR glass, and every shelf, when you look at the shelf, it gives you the nutritional value of the products on the shelf. Cholesterol, things per cent, cholesterol, da, 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 then you move. Da, da, da. It's so much so that when you buy and you print your receipt, the, the system is able to pick up the things you have bought and create recipes for you behind your receipt. Hello? That's how our businesses are thinking now. That's how businesses are thinking now. Yeah, my beats, this, this, this. Now what the people be ashamed, story. People be ashamed. The blue signifies um, maturity, um, um, trustworthiness, security. And the green pearls in there signifies growth, freshness. You know, so when you have this bead, it means that you are, you, you, what creative you be? Everybody buys it and say, hey, I've given you a poll. I've given you a poll. Simple. The, the polygonal shape of this bead is. T- What's your next question? Hurry up. Your time is up. This I have to come and pay you. Please, um, you mentioned that the purpose of brands. It's it must be found. It must be that is it. It must, it must be, be known. It must be lived. Known. It must be known. So yes. the third question uh-huh. is: um, you mentioned that um, the logo is not necessarily branding, uh-huh. but um, what exactly does the logo do? And then, when you are creating a logo, what should go into it? So your logo is your is your visual identity. One of your identities, just to for recognition. So, under recognition, there are a whole lot of things. That that's why when you have a, a, a business, you have to have signages and stuff. All those are for, for people to easily recognize you. It's like the Dominion Chapel. We have the sign in front there and stuff like that. You understand. That is why, that is why there's, there's hierarchy in every system. So, the bishop and pastors, they are sitting in a certain place. The choir is sitting in a certain place. The ushers are dressed in a certain way. All these things, it makes it easier for your consumer to interact. Because where there's fragmentation, where there's, where there's confusion, there's no clarity. And you cannot buy into the idea and buy and purchase. Alright? So, you need to be clear. You need to be you need to be you need to be um, 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 
the word is not coming. So logo is a visual identity. But what goes into the logo is the essence of the business. What has the swash got to do with shoes? Hello? What has this? What has it got to do with, with drinks? But they can tell you that that thing, that fluidity of that, that bar, that extension, speaks to s- smoothness or story or connection. Or they, can, they can tell you something and you go like, yeah, wow. You didn't know that the swatch of a Nike is, is, is an abstract of a wing. You didn't. They will tell you the three stripes of Adidas or this. It means that. It means, you know, it means the, the track. You know, because it was initially made for athletes. So the tracks they ran in. That's one of the inspirations. Do you understand? So you don't need, if you are selling beats, you don't need to have beats in your logo. Do you understand? That myth, forget it. You don't need to have beats in your logo. If you're a fashion designer, you don't need, uh, Rita, the logo I designed for you, was there a sewing machine? You know, a fashion designer, you want to see sewing machine. Ching, ching, you want to see sewing machine. Ching, ching, you want to see safety pin. Ching, ching, you want to see a mannequin. Scissors. Have you ever Huh? What? Exactly. Church, then, then, you know. But you see, having the dove is not a problem. But does it speak to your essence? Does it speak to your, your brand promise? So, you have a nice name, nicely done. Now, you give the meaning, the colors, the, the shapes you have used, even the kind of font typeface you have used, even speaks to your, your brand. All right, so you don't need to sh- necessarily show and tell. I'm a music minister, so I need to have a microphone. I need to have a music, this thing somewhere. And, no, it's a cliche. If you use it and it's nice, it's nice. But it is not compulsory. But it's the consistent application of that visual that will make people, I mean, identify with your business, the, the logo with your business. There are so many logos you don't know because you've not seen them. But they are very effective logos. So how you consistently apply it is very important. Hello? Pastor David has come to stand here. Any, we will take two, two questions, then we are done. Are you done with the questions? Is it clear? See me in chambers. Last two questions, then we are done. Oh, there's a question here. Please, was this beneficial? How many business owners are here? Do you know that some businesses, when you go, your first few months, they take you through the history of the business. Why? Because they need you to align to the purpose and the essence of the business so you can walk it. I used to be a tie and shirt person, even when I'm going for lectures. But when I started working in agency, I said, what kind of life is this? So sometimes on Friday, I'm wearing shorts and polo shirt. I wear my t-shirt and my khaki. I'm gone. You go for client meeting, all right. They know the industry you are in. And they know, so they, they, they won't say that you are not well-dressed. But if you're a banker, go and wear a t-shirt. And go, and go to uh, someone and say, I want to open an account for you. <laughs> Please, your question. Pastor David is behind me. Hey. So, say you don't have a product, but you 
yeah. service. Uh-huh. How do you brand yourself? You see, a product is different from a service. Yeah. yeah. So a product, a product comes with you. You can kind of see it, but a service like, say, um, let's say I'm offering a consultancy for like an IT, um, maybe networking in a company, mm-hmm. and then you are consulting for what kind of tablet to use. You are consulting for, I mean, yeah. How do you brand that or how do you sell yourself? Okay, okay, yeah. Because if it's how you brand that, then you just need to do all the things you have done. You get your logo, you get your, uh, all those things, and you start putting yourself out there. But you see, people, service-oriented, service-oriented businesses ride on experience. Okay, ride on experience. So, how experienced are you? You know, so most, most of the time, you need to also, pos- you, you, can't, you can't disconnect the business from, from you sometimes, because especially when it is you who is doing it. So, sometimes, even on social media like this, for me personally, you realize that now I'm posting things like tips on brands and stuff like that on my status, on my IG. It gives you credibility in the market. It positions you well as somebody who is an expert who knows and also, your number one point of call is your, your experience, the experience you give to people because they are going to, you know, recommend you to others. You know, so you need to be very strong on word of mouth by giving people amazing service, amazing experience. You know, uh, if you can't, you can't. If you want to recommend, you recommend. You know, be, be, be very clear, be very, be very succinct, be very open. You know, give them a wonderful experience. And that will also sell you. All right? Are we done? Are we okay? Are we okay? Epaphras, you wanted to ask a question? My question is with regards to what you said in terms of how do you sell yourself in a way that will make you um, gain um, trust in whatever service you are providing? Okay. Okay. So if there are no questions, I would want to say thank you once again. Thank you to the bishop. Thank you to Reverend Pell, Pastor Isaiah, for Pastor Rita, Pastor David, Pastor Stanley. Um, if you want to further the conversation, you can see me in person. If I, I realize that you're taking a video, if you watch the video and you can DM me or something. Let's let's talk. Um, I'll share what I know and see how how we can properly help your business as well. God bless you so much. Amen.